if I had died and gone to heaven, what would I want God to say to me? That he forgives me? <laughs> Sorry for not thinking you were real. <laughs> Sunday, May 5th, or as they say in Tijuana, Cinco de Mayo. This is Jay Mack from Live Dudes. Welcome to the Bunker 666. Beneath the most depressing and one of the most dangerous places to live in the continental United States. I can't say continental right. I, I know. I, What's I, up with I, that, I rush it too fast. I need to just say Yeah, it's like your tongue gets all twisted and tied up. Live Dude's most obscene podcast you're ever going to download, specifically this week, but maybe in your entire lifetime. Probably. If you would like to get the show streaming, you can do that at LiveDudes.net. Great place to to uh, leave comments on the show. We have actually a comment this week. No way. Actually, it was from two weeks ago. We'll still well, get how to the it. fuck did we miss that? Well, I don't. It probably went up the show the day we recorded it. Ah, uh, probably. We have a Facebook page, Live Dudes Podcast. Become a fan, like shit. The more you like our shit on Facebook, the more people see it. Hell yeah. Which is why people don't want to be friends with us, because they're afraid. <laughs> oh, God damn. I've had people tell me that, you know, I really like your show, and I actually check your Facebook page, but I don't want to be known as liking anything on your on your podcast. Really? I understand. I wow. understand though. If you if you have a Facebook page and you're linked into like your business or some shit. Well, yeah, I understand that then, yeah. Maybe you you run a daycare. Maybe. (laughs) And you're liking all kind of, you know, butt fuckery jokes and shit on livedudes.net. Yeah, that probably wouldn't be a good thing, would it? No, no. And then, of course, the show is available on iTunes. And the odd thing about this week, sir, is that it's only me and you. There's no one else down here in the bunker. Holy shit, dude. I thought I heard some crickets when I walked in. There's a dog down here somewhere wandering around. Somewhere. Hopefully not getting tangled up in the cords. (laughs) I, I feel like it's good for us to get back to basics. Oh yeah, because otherwise, sometimes, sometimes I'm not going to say of it. I'm not going to say we use the audience as a crutch, but oh, it's definitely no. easier some weeks when we have a lot of people down here. Yeah, we, we don't, don't have, have to do so much talking. No, we kind of just kick back and you know let the show roll. We push the train down the track. That's and it, right. However far it gets, is however far it gets. That's right. I actually had a well. Here, let's get that comment. Let me pull this up this All right. from LiveDudes.net, and you too pull can that go. Shit up. You too can go to LiveDudes.net and leave comments on individual individual shows. Here we go. Live Dudes Podcast. This is on the episode Icelandic Incest Prevention. That was a good show. Where we talked about... The phone bumping. Yeah, and then we then we did Before the story about we did a story about Ozzy Osbourne going right. off the wagon, and somebody named Fozzy Ozzy posted, uh-huh. Oh shit, LeSueur's Osbourne just schooled LeSueur's Elmo. Wow. Which I'm assuming, I kind of took that to mean that they liked your Elmo, but they loved your, your Ozzy. Well, I appreciate that. It was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. You know, here's why some of your impressions work. (laughs) You just go for broke, man. And it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to work. Right. Nope. But you're, and sometimes you you go for broke and you hit pay, pay dirt. Yeah. I, sometimes, you know, I bust my face straight up on the concrete. Sometimes it That's pays right. off, though. You just throw shit on the wall and see what sticks. Well, thank you, uh, Fozzy Ozzy. What else do I got here in my notes? Uh, well, for one thing, we we we're, we are going to 
attempt to do another commentary track on an old episode of K Grind, the, the, yeah. the podcast before the podcast. You're way before it was the tape podcast. recorded radio show. Uh, it's great to listen back to. I'm not sure how entertaining it will be. I actually, on the Christmas episode that we did, I got a lot of positive comments about that. People enjoyed well, hearing, yeah, I guess, hearing Well, you again. know, it, it's probably kind of cool for them to actually see where we actually came from. <laughs> we were like <laughs> between the ages of 12 and 18 recording this shit on a boombox. If we would have had the ability to podcast back then, we would have been doing it. But I guarantee Dude, you, like, we would have gotten in trouble. We would have said something. Oh, yeah. Our parents would have been like, oh, right. so you and your live dudes. Well, we wouldn't have been able to call it live oh, no. dudes. We'd have to call it something else. Well, we'd but... probably call it K-Dumb or something stupid. Right, K-Grind. Something stupid. Probably been called the same thing. Did they even have podcasts back? I don't even think they had podcasts. No, remember, because we talked about the early internet was those bulletin board services. Oh, yeah, that's right. We'd go over to DE's house, which DE is actually on this, this CD from 1996. No no big title wow, for the episode. It's called K-Grind Volume 7. Right. And you're on there. I think my sister drops by. Really? Which one? Or both of them? Ah, uh, Lord Farquaad. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not sure how how well this is going to go, uh, just because we, we play the audio back and we record right. it to sound check. Some of it sounds like shit. Some of it does. So well, I do beg you to just, you know, push through it. You will You will enjoy the show. I promise you that. I got my motorcycle inspected this week. How'd that go? It passed. I got the Sweet uh, put a battery in it, and I drove over to my buddy Dave's house. You know Dave. Yeah. And I'm parked in the driveway, and we're talking. And I just shaved my head and shit. Okay. I'm standing there with my glasses. I'm thinking, I'm thinking like I'm looking like a pretty cool motherfucker. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. So his neighbor ass. gets out of her house, and she's about mm, mid to late forties. Okay. Fairly. Okay. I mean, not not unattractive. She's she's more like a kind of a biker chick, but oh, she okay. cleaned up. And I was like, hi, I introduced myself. I said, hey, I'm Jay Mack from Live Dudes. I didn't know I didn't yeah, introduce you. Yeah, I'm sure you did. And she said, nice to meet you. And she went back inside. He tells me the next day, yeah, my neighbor goes, uh, who's the bald guy? <laughs> uh, what? Not who's the guy on the motorcycle. Right. Who's the bald who's guy? Who's the guy with the black leather jacket? <laughs> who's the handsome bald guy? Just who's, right. the, who's, who's the, the fucking bald head who's motherfucker? The bald motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, it hurt my feelings, dude. Oh, like, I bet it did. I guess it's good to be remembered, though. She mm-hmm. did remember me. Yeah, because you're bald. I'm, I have the kind of looks that women do find attractive but don't want to admit that they find attractive. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I'm saying? <laughs> They're like, they're they do they do want to ride my wrinkle stick, but it's right. it's generally something they wouldn't air. I, I'm not Brad Pitt, and I don't have any hair, <laughs> except in places where I don't want it. Ass cracks and such. Right. Uh, my son also my son shit today. I actually I sort of I I put it out on Front Street. I get a phone call about. 10 o'clock today, and I'm okay. thinking, usually when I get a phone call at work, it's it's not good. Urgent, right. What I was thinking was somebody was calling the one to come over to the bunker tonight to record, and I was kind of hoping it would just be me and you, because it's, right. it's some, some weeks it gets crazy over here. Exactly. So she says, guess what your son just did? I'm like, uh, pull the kitchen table down on himself? Why, why <laughs> right. are you calling me? She said, he just shit on the floor in the kitchen. <laughs> he was running around naked because he's got diaper rash or trying right. to air, air that crack out a little bit. 
<laughs> she said she said she turned for 30 seconds and turned around and there's a fucking she said it looked like a fucking horse shit it's just a fucking pile of turd <laughs> and he's just happy as a pig and wow. stink literally yeah I bet he was she got it before he got into it well thank god have your kids ever I, dude you've got five kids at some point one of your kids you had to have pooped somewhere they shouldn't have besides just their pants no Really? Mm-mm. No. Are you, what are you saying? You kept them clothed all the time, and like you don't let them run around little, like little naked hyenas. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling maybe she could use some duct tape to tape the cheeks back a little bit, and let a little more air up in there. <laughs> Dude, this is this is totally off the subject. It has to do with babies, though. Miss K came over yesterday, and she said she was okay. at Costco. I want to say I could be getting this wrong. Okay. And there was a toy. There was a little black baby doll. Uh huh. Called My Little Monkey. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. bullshit. She said, no, she showed, she said it was so fucking like horribly offensive that she took a picture of it, I guess. It, so it was a baby doll. It was like a little baby doll and it said and My Little Monkey. My Little Monkey. <laughs> or like Little Monkey. Are you serious? And yes. it was a doll. It wasn't a monkey. No, it's a little, it was a black, a little, it was little monkey. It was a little black little... baby doll, and it said, my little monkey. I wouldn't have believed. She's not the kind of person to make shit up, but I, sometimes, you know, you, you think, somebody's pulling my leg. But she had it on her phone. She said, look at this shit. That's she said, I couldn't up, believe. Dude. How does this get past the buyers, the vendors? Who in the chain of command at Costco said, oh, yeah, little monkeys. Yeah, let's, yeah. Get, let's, get, let's get a whole bu- <laughs> let's fucking buttload a- of black babies and call them little monkeys. That's not... <laughs> <laughs> it's not right, dude. <laughs> it's fucked up. My little silverback gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> they might as well have said that, dude. They might That's, as well have said that. that is fucked up. She said there were white... No, she said in their defense there were white babies there called Little Monkey. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say they're my little cracker. <laughs> no. That's the only... I said, but That's white people... I, I, I call my son a Little Monkey. I call him my little termite, you know, because well, he yeah, chews on everything. termite monkey. But in this day and age, on the board swing. In this day and age, to have a black baby doll called my little monkey. I swear, I dude, I am not racist, and I, I, I don't see color. But that is shit fucked up. Yeah. So somebody, somebody slipped. Somebody's getting fired over that. Well, I mean, who the fuck? Who the fuck came up with the idea for the goddamn toy? <laughs> you know if it's a white baby called Little Monkey, I think My Little Monkey or Little Monkey or whatever it was, right. nobody's going to think twice, oh, look here, you want a Little Monkey? Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm from a nine-inch lap hog monkey. <laughs> but, uh... That is fucked up. Oh we'll have to look it up later. Like yeah, I said, I got it from Miss K, and I saw photo evidence on her phone. I don't have any official news on we're, the matter, yeah, we're that, gonna, that's gonna make that's gonna make somebody's uh yeah we're we're gonna have to make somebody's headline right we have to research that one a little more Lesueur, uh you and I are big fans of a band called Slayer hell yeah and this week Satan rest his soul yeah. Jeff Hanneman from Slayer died he's actually what? one of the two Slayer has two kind of dueling lead guitars Kerry right. King the bald guy with the long beard yeah with the tattoos all over his head. Uh-huh. 
and Jeff Hanneman, and they would trade off leads a lot, uh, like similar to the band Deliverance we listened to growing up. Oh, yeah. They copied Slayer. That shit was from Slayer. Wow. Well, he died, and he, I'm going to read you the story. I know you've heard of, heard about it, and I've actually had people coming up to me at work and different other places saying, have you have you heard about this story? And I, it's actually kind of, it's, it's pretty sad, actually. Spider called Pivotal and Slayer guitarist death. This is from USA Today. Wow. Los Angeles, I get yeah, they were they I think they lived in the West Coast. Slayer guitarist Jeff Hanneman thought he was on the mend after a spider bite followed by an infection. He'd been writing songs with the band in anticipation of recording a new album later this year. But in an unusual chain of events, a representative for the band said the bite may have contributed to Hanneman's death more than two years later. Holy shit. I guess if he didn't get that shit taken care of properly, I mean I guess that that poison or venom can still be, you know, in the system. Hanneman died Thursday morning of liver failure at a Los Angeles hospital with his wife Kathy by his side. According to Slayer spokeswoman Heidi Robin Fitzgerald, he was 49. That's just too young, man. Holy cow, that's it? That's wow. 12 years older than I am. That's sad. Family members and doctors were not immediately available to discuss the cause of death. So this is this is the Slayer spokeswoman saying some things that's not necessarily going to be... It hasn't been backed up by doctors. Okay. But, All right. Because you think liver failure, you're, you're thinking, you know, chronic alcoholism. Right. Yeah. Just I mean, you're a fucking drinking rock. drinking for you're, all, all the years. You're a rock star. Right. Sex, drugs, and what? Alcohol. Yeah. Rock yeah. and roll. I know. And Sex, alcohol. And alcohol. <laughs> Sex and drugs. <laughs> Alcohol and wreck and roll and... How much pussy do you think the guys in Slayer actually got? They probably got a fucking ton of... Really? Have you seen some of the fucking headbanging babes? Like the I groupies? Got, I, I think they're hotter than like groupies that follow like boy bands. I guess the thing about it is now, now metal is kind of cool again, but Slayer, when they first came out, dude, I mean, if you look at their album covers, beer drinking, trailer trash looking motherfuckers. <laughs> I mean, yeah. guys with armpit yeah. hair growing out of their, you know, just... just Growing out of their cheeks. <laughs> just wife beaters and no shirts and just sweaty and gross. But you're right, maybe, but they're all married and shit now, so I'm not sure how much pussy they're actually... Well, I mean, they're all a lot older now, too. I bet you back in the day, they got all kinds of pussy. I bet you it was trailer park shit, though. Man, I bet you it was some freaks. Robinson Fitzgerald said Hanneman had been slowly recovering from necrotizing fasci- fasciitis, a flesh-eating disease that nearly cost him his arm. Holy it's hard to play crap. guitar with not, without an yeah, arm. Yeah, that would suck. Such an infection can develop from a minor cut or scratch. Robinson Fitzgerald blamed the spider bite for which he failed to seek immediate treatment. She that, said he was bitten while in a friend's hot tub. Well, he was in a hot tub, so maybe, maybe, maybe a friend, a quote friend. Right, a know, friend. A, a friend with giant fake tits. Uh-huh. You know? Right. Infections by flesh-eating bacteria are rare. The affliction can destroy muscle, fat, and skin and may require surgery to remove the diseased tissue to save a patient's life. Holy shit. I remember when this happened. They he had they either canceled the tour or I think they had a filling guitarist for a while and a few dates got canceled. Hanneman said had several operations to remove dead and dying tissue from his arm. The band said on its website last year. It is unknown if Hanneman was bitten by the dangerous brown recluse spider. Robinson Fitzgerald said the spider that bit the Slayer guitarist guitarist was never recovered. So they don't know. I mean, it could have been a black widow or something. Oh, but wow. usually the brown recluse is the one that bites you, and the skin begins the flesh begins well, actually, to rot. Both of them do. Yeah, both of them cause uh, skin rot. I got a scar from where I got bit by one. Flesh-eating bacteria by itself doesn't cause liver failure, but at least one type of strep bacteria can cause 
I'm not even uh, I'm not going to try to pronounce that, but it's basically toxic shock, toxic shock syndrome, which can lead oh, wow. to liver failure. So, I mean, it's it's possible then if he had toxic shock that that shit got in his system along right. with probably, you know, he I mean, I don't know. He could have been uh, sober. Right. I assume he was a drinker because it seems like I've I seen him wear like Jack all, Daniels right, teachers. Yeah. I think almost all of them drank. So in honor of Jeff Hanneman, what we're going to do, Lesseur, is I'm going to have you play some scary music in the background. Oh, yeah? And for those of the uninitiated, I'm going to read a little bit of Slayer lyrics. But we need creepiness. A lot of people aren't familiar with them. It, it, they're heavy, heavy. It, I wouldn't call it death metal, but it's thrash. Yeah, it's it's thrash. In fact, it, they don't do the Cookie Monster shit. No. But it's almost more evil because they don't need to. Exactly. When, you, when you read these lyrics, they're they're. If they had a hit, and they don't really play Slayer on the radio, it probably would uh, have no. been from the Rain and Blood album, right. Angel of Death, which they wrote about Joseph Mengele, the Auschwitz. Oh yeah, doctor. the Auschwitz Auschwitz, Auschwitz Concentr- doctor. concentration camp doctor. Yep. So you you got the you gonna cue up the music for me? Yep. There we go. Let's hit it. Angel of Death, music and lyrics by Hanneman. So Jeff Hanneman actually wrote this song. Nice. In fact, I think it was based on a book that I have upstairs. Really? So he'd read this book about Joseph Mengele and was inspired to write this song. Auschwitz, the meaning of pain, the way that I want you to die. Slow death, immense decay, showers that cleanse you of your life. Forced in like cattle, you run stripped of your life's worth. Human mice for the angel of death. Oh, yeah. What's even more fucked up is this shit's real. Right. 400,000 more to die, angel of death, monarch to the kingdom of the dead, sadistic surgeon of demise, sadistic of the noblest blood. Because Joseph Mengele was actually from a wealthy German family. Right. He was not a... He wasn't a Pole a po folk. No, he wasn't a gutter crawler. Well, he was, but he grew well, up yeah. lived in a big house. Destroying without mercy to benefit the Aryan race. Surgery with no anesthesia. Feel the knife pierce you intensely, inferior, no use to mankind. Strapped down, screaming, out to die, angel of death. Monarch to the kingdom of the dead, infamous butcher, angel of death. Wow. And there's more. Holy shit. Yeah, because when they're singing, they're like, you can hear what they're saying. They actually spell it out. like, how can you bury such good, frightening lyrics by right. screaming? Exactly. Pumped with fluid inside your brain, pressure in your skull begins pushing through your eyes. Burning flesh drips away. Test of heat burns your skin. Your mind starts to boil. Frigid cold cracks your limbs. How long can you last in this frozen water burial? Shit they would really do. Right, exactly. This is kind of dark for live dudes. It is kind of dark. That's why we're playing scary music, to let people know this is a scary part. This is Jeff Hanneman. This is the kind of shit that went through his brain, so... Man, you you know this guy didn't go to heaven. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Sewn together, joining heads, just a matter of time till you rip yourselves apart. Millions laid out in their crowded tombs, sickening ways to achieve the Holocaust. Seas of blood bury life, smell your death as it burns deep inside of you. Abyssinate, eyes that bleed, praying for the end, your wide-awake nightmare. Wings of pain reaching out for you, his face of death staring down. Your blood running cold, injecting cells, dying eyes, feeding on the screams of the mutants he's creating. 
Pathetic, harmless victims left to die. Rancid angel of death flying free. Wow. They never caught him. No, they didn't, did they? He died, I think, of a stroke. He drowned or had a stroke in, I think, Argentina. Wow. In the, I think, late 70s. That is fucked up. So that is Slayer, my friend. That's some badass music. I actually, there's another song. We won't get to it, but there's another song. You can, you can stop the scary music now. All right, hold on. There we go. All right. There's another song which we won't read the lyrics to, but it was about Ed Gein. You know, oh, the guy yeah. Oh, yeah. Cross-dress and do all that fucked yep. up shit. Wear some... Yep. Dead, dead skin mask. Yep. I actually had a guy... At the end of Dead Skin Mask, there's this creepy voice. You know what I'm talking about, where it's going, Mr. Gein! Yeah. Let me out of here! Yep. I was in a car with a guy, a friend of mine. He said, turn the shit off, dude. I was like... Really? He, I, was, I was like, you like metal? He goes, I like... I, this is fucking... I, no, I, I like metal. I don't like this. Wow. He's like... <laughs> he started squirming <laughs> in his seat, dude. You know who Mr. I'm talking Gein, about? let me out! You know who I'm talking about? <laughs> he said wow. he said turn the shit off and because the same guy we tried to watch Zombieland with because <laughs> he oh, loved, this guy loves either. Metallica remember we the, the yeah. opening of Zombieland is Metallica right for whom the bell tolls all the zo- slow kill zombie headshots and he's like right. oh, 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 oh. <laughs> seriously what yeah the dude fuck? couldn't take it that's fucked so up. that's Slayer so you know. This is the kind of shit we would have been listening to if we weren't listening to Christian knockoffs of all these things. Right, exactly. Instead of talking about Angel of Death, we would have been talking about, you know, the Angel of Life and the Tree of Life and the right. Apples and the Garden of Eden and Noah's Ark and Abraham and the Ten Commandments or whatever the bullshit. <laughs> it's Moses right. and the Ten Commandments, right? Uh, Abraham tried to kill his son on the altar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, no. Didn't Abraham. Yeah, God told Abraham, didn't Abraham get sacrifice the your son to, to me. Oh, yeah. And so he's like, really? He's like, yep, I want you to cut his fucking heart out. And he's like, all right. <laughs> In fact, you ever seen that movie uh, Year One with Jack Black and Michael Yeah. Michael oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they come across Hank Azaria, who's yeah. supposed to be Abraham, sacrificing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> McLovin. <laughs> yeah, McLovin. <laughs> uh, so you ready to do a commentary track, sir? Dude, let's rock this shit Why out. Why don't we go refill some drinks, and we're going to come cool. back and give you K-Grind Volume 7 from 1996. Way back. All right, welcome back to the show. Here we go. This is an experiment in, well, I don't know, hopefully not futility. (laughs) Hopefully not. The source quality on this particular tape dated back to 1996, and we were using old Radio Shack microphones. First of all, LeSueur, what are we getting ready to listen to here? It uh, would be one of uh, the commercials that we came up with for a brand name called Lugan Frog and Poppers. But in general, what are we getting ready to listen to here? We're getting ready to listen to some old shit that we did back in 96. I mean, this is this was like way before podcasts. I think they had like bulletin boards like when we were doing this. For the uninitiated before, now if you've been listening to the show for a while, just bear with me. We used to do a show before the show before the show. Way before on a the tape show. recorder called K Grind, and we would mail this. I think this was originally made to mail to my sisters who were in Texas, Texas in a Christian yeah. college. Yep. 
having orgies and shit. At least right. one of them was. <laughs> At least one of them was. So this tape was, I call it tape because it literally was one of those cassette tapes and I transferred it to CD. It was an attempt to make an hour-long radio show with commercials and bits and everything else. We're going to skip tracks one and two because, the, frankly, the audio was so shitty. It sounded like there was cars flying by. Yeah, really shitty mics. But, uh, yeah, okay, talk about, talk about uh, what we're getting ready to hear here. Lugan Frog and Poppers, the very first commercial on our radio show. Our radio show. Air quotes. You can't see it, but I'm, I'm doing air quotes. Where the hell did we even come up with Lugan Frog and Poppers? It was like, like fucked up snacks. Like right. Shit like the, <laughs> at teenagers, we thought, oh, would it be really funny if you had chocolate-covered grasshoppers? Right. Or chocolate-covered beef sticks. Yeah, just, I, 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 I. just fucking, like, stupid shit. Just stupid shit. And Lugan Frog and Popper was the name, and you're getting What's ready to hear our co-host. It was me, LeSueur, and D.E. D.E. D.E., who is still involved in... We don't talk to him anymore. Right. He's still way off into the religious shit. Yep, way off. And he's probably not going to be happy that we're playing this, but whatever. Oh, well, whatever. Too bad. You have to You have to admit that you're listening to it to send us a complaint, sir. Exactly. Let, let's so, shoot, shoot some Lugan Frog and Poppers All right, here it goes. Yes. Some things are never meant to go together, like salt bath and acupuncture. Still, some things always were, like Lugan Frog and Poppers, all new, all natural, pure beef candy bar. That's right, moms and kids. Now you can enjoy the satisfying squish of cow's feed with the numptious and yummy Hog snout crunch. What? Covered with a layer of chocolate. Sounds Remember, look at Frog and Poppers for the name as good as it sounds. Now this what <laughs> this was the what best we one that we'd of? ever done up to this point. It usually right. was playing classical music with speed metal mixed over the top of it. Right, exactly. And this was our first attempt of actually making something listenable. So Luke and Frog and Poppers, pure beef candy bars. Right, which sounds like with something layer the layer would have been into. Right, exactly. You know, maybe he wanted a pure beef candy bar. <laughs> a beef stick covered in chocolate. And then our next track on here was a Beatles tune. We we played a the musical tastes on this fucking CD are, are beyond the pale. I mean, the yeah. Beatles mixed in with Christian music mixed in with... Uh, it was just fucked up. Let's just say it like it is. Yeah. So we're going to skip the I Should Have Known Better, which was the Beatles song from Hard Day's Night that we play. Right. And go straight to the track just called Adam Lay Sewer. One of your first ever uh, appearances. Damn it, Yes, well, anyway, we're back on the air what? here live in K-Grind. That was uh, the Beatles from Hard Day's Night with uh, I Should Have Known Better. Yeah, that's the name of the song. <laughs> yes, it is. Dude, you sound very yes, young. It is. And we have a special guest all the way from Gay Perry, Adam. What? <laughs> <laughs> all right, now get off, bub. Adam Lesua. Oh, ho, ho, mon cherry. Oui, oui. <laughs> What the fuck Adam Lesur, who sounds an awful lot like swine, if you ask me, <clears throat> has a very bad swine. accent and also a very nice haircut. Pause it, yeah. pause it, pause it, pause it. Sure. And we a got very a- nice haircut. This was when you got your haircut. Dude, was Were you it? used to this? You had long, the long Wayne's World. Right, the I Garth did. Fro. Yeah. I had the Garth throw. And I remember you didn't tell anybody you were going to do it. Do you remember cutting your hair? I do, and I think it was to impress a girl that I was going out with at the time. K? No. 
N. My very first. Oh, your very first. My very first. So, yeah, because I remember you I think came. I got to, my hair cut and my ears pierced. We were we were both working. Me, all three of us were working at the place I currently work now. Correct. Yes. And one day you came over to do the show, and that, I think that was the first day. Oh yeah, dude. I think it, it, was. it was the first day, and you do. I, I was like, "You sold out, motherfucker! You cut your hair." Yeah, and you're you like, did. Yeah, I, I wasn't mad at you, but I, I, I felt like you should have told me. Yeah, I guess, me you know, I guess we kind of had that connection there, and I kind of <laughs> let you down, didn't I? <laughs> you didn't. You, were, you weren't able to run your fingers through my lovely locks Should anymore. The, as of October '96, you have been short-haired and have never gone back. Uh from time to time, it gets a little. Time bit Time to time, I, I have I have done the Jeremiah Johnson, where it says the full grizzly man beard and but not like the long down, fucking yeah, Garth. No, not like the long Garth hair. All right, well, let's continue on this track and see what happens. Figured that he was not from the St. Louis area when he came walking in wearing only his bikini briefs. We said... <laughs> okay, pause, pause, Wait a pause, pause. What? Classic example of where... In fact, why don't you back it up about 30 seconds? This is a classic example of where D-A, DE gets away with making gay jokes and fucking thong jokes and and we laugh at it but if we do that we get in trouble go ahead and push play yeah this should be it I think I have a cute one his bikini briefs we said <laughs> what no I'm just kidding and he had boxer shorts on but still the yeah. point is wow uh, here around uh, here sir we usually wear uh, pants or a shirt or something not yeah, just the form underclothing not uh, form of clothing we leave my shirt <laughs> what oh well pardon me Dude, you're supposed to be Good. French. You sound like fucking a Muppet. I do. What's fucked up, don't I? Well, that's a classic example of what I was trying to say. You go for an impression. You go, you go fucking both feet in the pool. Right, that's right. It may be awesome. It may be terrible. I may just broke, break both legs and my back. But you're going for it. I'm going for it. Right. And I, I don't think it, up to this point you knew exactly what your voice was going to be. Right. I th- I you th- said, we said, be a French guy. Right. And to your credit, you're like, all right, I'm not a French guy, but I'll try to be a French guy. Right. And I think with the original idea was me and DE were like, you're Le Seur, you got to be French. Right. And then that, well, you dropped that after like two segments. Right, exactly. By the, by the end, I don't think you're talking with an accent at all. Yeah, I don't think I am. On this tape, we'll be trying to feature more music than has been previously played on more K-Grind tape Pause would be a little bit more entertaining for you. Do I sound drunk? <laughs> Dude, you sound like you're like on like a downer or something. I sound like I'm talking You're like, like and then, you know, this segment, I sound, we try to I sound like I'm on fucking weed. Use a lot more music and... Uh, I, sound like, I sound like NPR. You know, it's just something we're going to try now. And uh, uh, so anyway... So you're saying you think I've gotten better? Oh, uh, fuck yeah, dude. If you're still talking like that, I'd have to slap you. Yeah, all right. Keep, keep, keep all playing. Right, let's go. People down there with no music. Yes, more talk and less radio. I mean, uh, more... Wait a minute. Let's see. More music and less talk. Yeah. This yeah. dude was such We've a dude. we got a couple man. special things f- coming up here. Uh, a the what? New single release from the Larry Norman... Uh, remixing this Planet album, which uh, I think that you guys will enjoy, kind of take some of his old seven. Dude, I can't talk for shit. No. Dance beat plus. Dude, some what the of, fuck uh, were we thinking? Uh, my music. Uh, like my music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as well as 
has a couple of remixes from the uh, that crazy trio, DCT, and uh, maybe even um, some. Uh, pause it, pause call. it. Dude, this is terrible. We're going to have to skip the rest DC of this trip. DC Talk? DC DC Talk. DCT. Oh, my God. When Nirvana came out with It Smells Like Teen Spirit, DC Talk, who who was a Christian rap group up to that point, suddenly turned Grunge. Seattle. Yeah, it was like... <laughs> Grunge. And then if you if you play Jesus Freak next to It Smells Like Teen Spirit, it's the it's same, same song. fucking song. It is. It is. Oh, we didn't copy that from anybody. Bullshit. So, uh, you were MC Hammer an album ago, and now you're fucking Nirvana. Shut the front door. Right, exactly. Shut the front door. Exactly. Just just uh, skip ahead to the next. This is the Senile Singles Club, our next commercial. Oh, yeah. This was a good one. I, I remember this one. I enjoyed this one a lot. Hi. This is Billy Bob here. And I'd like to invite you to join me at my Swingin' Senile Singles Club. Enjoy live music by our in-house band. <laughs> I forgot about this part, man. Outtake. I think there's at least one more. Yeah, I think there is. Hi, this is Billy Bob here, and I'd like to invite you to join me in my swinging senile singles club. Enjoy live music by our in-house band, Fungus. Features songs from their hit album, Psoriasis, including Ringworm, We Can Share This Destinex, and the number one hit, Grow On Me. Our fine dining and relaxed atmosphere will provide the environment you need to meet that special someone. Carol from Wait for it, Lassure. Dear Billy Bob, I fell in love with the most romantic man I have ever met. I knew that when I saw him, that he was the only man for me. That's me, by the way. I have since forgotten his name and his handsome face. Now I am once again heartbroken and destitute. Thank you. Sincerely, Carol from Richton. Wow. He suddenly turned into... So come on down to the Swingin' Singles Senile Club, where it's like it's where it's like you meet for the first time all over. You almost lost it there. (laughs) Okay, pause that shit. I almost lost it there. I ain't gonna. I got to tell you, man. Looking back, and maybe it's just because I'm under the influence right now. That was a. I mean, the that was seed some innovative of, shit. The dude. seed of that idea is fucking hilarious. Exactly. The execution left much to be desired. Exactly. <laughs> specifically, my ham-fisted. Yeah, I don't woman know. impersonation. You kind of sounded like a he she. Like, well, you like there's, a, there's an outtake. Like you were a cross-dresser. There's an outtake. Go to track. Tw- well. Yeah, go to track 25. There's outtakes right. for that particular segment where, in fact, uh, you try to be the woman, <laughs> and you oh, do shit. sound completely like a he-she. Here we go. Hi. This is Billy Bob here, and I'd like to invite you to join me at my Swingin' Senile Singles Club. I met a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> you lost it. I'll take one. Psoriasis. <laughs> I'll take two. Provide the environment you need to meet this. Wait for it. Someone. Carol from Christian writes in. 
The, the, like I said, the kernel of there's a kernel of truth to that idea. If you are senile and you are dating, right? How are you gonna remember <laughs> you anything may, about the person you? Every met. time you have sex with that person, you're gonna you're gonna nut like a motherfucker because right. you, it's like the first time. It's like the first time every time. But like I said, the execution left much to be desired, mostly because we didn't have any female voices. Right. So you, you notice in the outtakes, everybody yeah. took a t- chance. Well, everybody took a turn except D.E. being the right. one. Me well, I don't think he could have done one. Maybe. Oh, <laughs> Maybe he would have been really good at it. Maybe. Maybe. Then we play a song, another bizarre musical choice by an artist called Steve Taylor, who actually does the intro to Live Dudes. The oh, yeah. Yahtzee! That's Steve Taylor, That's Steve and I Taylor. blew up the clinic real good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this next track is just called Easy Listening, and I will spare you the misery of listening to it because it is a strange, weird song, and yes. it's just copyright all that shit. Exactly. We're going to go straight to track eight, which is our interview with Juan Chung. Oh, shit. And this is this is LeSueur. Being a sumo wrestler, we, yeah. we had three of us. We had to do a myriad of voices. <laughs> usually, I didn't do anything. It was usually all you. Yeah, I always did all. Hey, the Adam, voices. be an Indian guy. Oh. Hey, Adam, be a fat dude. All right. Hey, Adam, be a crazy man. Well, here we go. Let's hear this shit. Hey, Adam, be a pervert. Oh, wait, too late. <laughs> Easy listening, there, people. Get funky with Steve Taylor. Yeah, this is uh. Yeah. Who am I? <laughs> Skate Master J, yes, that's right. And even back then, you were forgetting your name. I was Skate Master J. Yep. And I'm glad it, his journey is now over. Yes, yes. Hey, uh, we recommend you going down and stopping down by Billy Bob's uh, down Senile Singles Club. It's a real uh, treat. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was just there uh, the other night, and I met, uh, well, uh, not sure. But anyway, I, I had a great time with someone. And uh, we have a very special relationship with my uh, overseer. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Well, you know, that's 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 the joy of this place. It's kind of like it's it's like meeting for the first time all over. Dude, again. we may be Adam the two most boring to... people I've ever heard. Say, no wonder nobody. This man no wonder nobody listened to this shit. <laughs> well, actually, I would. That, <laughs> that? She's screaming in the background. We're like, yeah. she shut up. Yeah. We're doing a funny <laughs> show right now. <laughs> anyway, uh, that was Steve Taylor. And by the way, he has uh, some really good uh, songs out there. Uh, particularly this one called uh, Cash Cow. And uh, <laughs> kind of just really personifies. Ah! And no, I've heard it all just now. Just kind of really personifies. Uh, uh, yeah, I could agree with that. Capitalism. Yes, cash cow. Yes. Like McDonald's and. Uh, <laughs> oh, sold. We have our Dude, this cow is in the fucking studio. terrible. Ooh. How come I'm always in the background making yes, well, like noises? Sort of going to Shut up! We're trying to do a show, of, Adam. Uh. Our, our uh, what should we call it, our eastern bit here where we're going. Overseas reporting. Yeah, overseas reporting. We have with us today. Pause, pause it, dude. Pause the it. One, the only one, Chung. The- okay, as horrible as we sound, we actually had notes. Yeah, no, we would we would write all this shit down. It That's was, what's fucked up. It was 
Like Dude. whenever the microphone turned on, all of a sudden I forgot how to talk. I forgot what right. the fuck was going on. And I'm always in the background doing like noises. No, because this is what this is what would happen inside. And you'll remember this. Me and DE were like, we got it all under control. That's right. Yeah. But really, we didn't know our ass from a hole in the, in the, <laughs> <laughs> a hole in the, hole in the ground. Right. And I'm, I can't, I can't speak. I can't find any words. I mean, I'm drunk right now, and and I'm tired, and I'm speaking better than I did back then. Right, exactly. So, just just a note there, we <sighs> we seem to think as a parent, we thought me and D thought we had it all under control. Right, we were really entertaining motherfuckers, <laughs> entertaining yeah. yourselves. Sumo wrestler, sumo wrestlers. Yes, and and I just want to tell you right now, Wong, that uh, you know that is 600 pounds of lean, lean flab. Yes, lean flab. Would you want to come over here and, and talk in your mic? Thank you. Thank you very much. I love you all. <laughs> we love you too, man. Uh, so anyway, Wong, uh, tell wow. us about uh, some of your more... Uh, <laughs> I got you guys all choked up. Flims capades. No. Recent flims. Really sorry about that. Recent sumo wrestling uh, campaigns. A few people that you've beat or been beaten by. Just... Uh, Maybe the last two or three uh, wrestling matches. Really big people. I <laughs> Chinese today, Wong? Oh, y'all, die, y'all. Really big people. It's my home. Really big. Okay. I'm sure they are. I don't know what he just said, but I'm going to agree with him because he's about three or four times my size. Uh, yeah. Huh. <laughs> Lean flab, man. Yeah. Anyway, uh, since he doesn't, I used to not really good at the impromptu thing, so we're going to go. Did to he just say impromptu? Yeah, you know, I think he did. Settle down, but hey, people, you know, for all of those of you who are always saying, man, I'm too skinny, wish I was six or 700 pounds. Okay, listen to this man, he has something to share with you. He's got some rather wise advice here. Uh oh. This man's got it together, let me tell you. Here we go. Let's go to commercial. Okay, pause it. What the fuck, dude? Dude. Dude, I think I was being held back at this point because we were so religious. I no, think, no, absolutely I, you I were. Think, I think I could have made a really... Oh, no. I think I we could have really spiced this shit up. What people got to realize is there was, there was extremely limited parameters of what we were allowed to do. Uh, extremely ex- limited. I mean, you really weren't allowed to talk about bodily fluids. No, not even we did pee-pee every poo- once in a while. Pee pee poo poo. You, could- yeah, dude. But we got in trouble for that because <laughs> we farted on Mike. We farted <laughs> on Mike. My mom's folks. Like, we got in trouble mom, for farting on Mike. My mom- <laughs> we farted on Mike. We had to erase it. What, what, we're, what you're not telling him is that it was during church. <laughs> <laughs> Shit happened. We would actually bring this radio to church with us sometimes, yes, go into the would. back rooms and record these these tapes. Right. So you're you're our staples now: buttholes, farting, dicks, Pussy, cum jokes, tits. You know, right? Bodily fluids. All the shit was off limits. So you, we couldn't in, say in, shit in, about anything. In your mind, you're thinking, "Boy, there seemed like such clean young boys." Right. Yeah, well, we pretty much were because we didn't have any fucking choice. Right, exactly. So Adam's a sumo wrestler, right? Selling a book that we're going to get ready. Let's let's go ahead and play the ad for his book. That's the whole reason he's on the show is in theory to promote his his fucking book. Wait, wait, more. I think what? 
What? Oh, here we go. Within you, without you, right here. Just. Oh, this is Wondongir. Are you tired of being 150 pounds? Good. I can help you out. I can make you 600 pounds in just six. You sound times. totally different than you did a minute ago. And with the book, you get the free battle briefs. Some more wrestling briefs. So when you reach that 650 pounds, you will be able to fit in them. So like Mickey oh, Mouse, dude. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> book is cold. It walk it fast. Oh yes. You know not. Oh no, not. Okay, we're gonna play that one more time. First of all, I would like to point out that and that wait, that well, sumo but, wrestlers are from Japan, right? You say you're talking Chinese, <laughs> and in the background we're playing Indian music, right? So we've, we've got uh, all well, did you hear how much the book cost? It was twenty. It was nineteen ninety five, but it was two thousand dollars for shipping and handling. What Dude, the fuck, this, man? Where did we come up with this shit? I it's a, it's a tribute to your comedic sensibilities that you were able to make anything with the narrow way that. Okay, well, and I think the fuck don't up say part, poop. Don't. Well, I can, uh, We actually were afraid we we're going to get in trouble for making fun of fat people. Right. Let's face it. A lot of people in our church were, we're fat. <laughs> but I I think I think too is I, we didn't write anything down for that commercial, did we? I think we wrote the price that you're supposed to say, but basically almost all it. this was impromptu. <laughs> impromptu is right. Say. Yeah. Play, play this commercial again, dude. I, I got right. Let's let's hear it again. Would you like to buy my sumo wrestling book? <laughs> Would you like to buy my sumo wrestling book? That's what I said. Would you like to buy my sumo wrestling book? Oh, this is Wondong Gear. Are you tired of being 150 pounds? Yes. Good. I can help you out. Thank God. I can make you 600 pounds in just 60 toys. <laughs> what? Toys? 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 And with the book, you get the free battle briefs. Some more wrestling briefs. So when you reach that 650 pounds, you will be able to fit it. <laughs> I, just cha- I just changed the weight there from 600 to 650. And now you're Mickey Mouse. You sound like SpongeBob on crack. Get fat. Oh, yes. You know no. You know what you say? You go sumo wrestling, fat people, smashing bodies, smashing bodies. And that was Wong Chung's 500-pound weight gain program. Yes. Wow. Correction. <laughs> it's, it's our Mickey Mouse. <laughs> it's a 500-pound weight increase, though. Yeah. 650 minus 150 is 500. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, uh, and your order's in now because I hear these uh, these these programs are going pretty fast. So nineteen ninety five, two thousand dollars shipping and handling. There's a sixty day money back guarantee. Of course, uh, the shipping and handling is not included with that, but you will get your twenty bucks back, and you'll only be out two thousand, and you will have the chance to go from one fifty to six fifty in sixty days, and to become a world renowned sumo wrestler. Pause it. Hey man, that sounds good to me. I, I mean, I, I hope that that. The, the audio is shitty here. I know, right. folks. If you're if you're in a busy place and you can't hear it, 
I'm telling you, wait till you can sit down and listen to this in quiet because some of the shit that Lesueur comes up with coming up here is just like it's fucked up. It was just a preview of things to come. <laughs> right. It's the kind of thing I've I've dreamed about. I mean, no, seriously. I've dreamed about being 650 pounds. Well, I mean, Juan, do you have any advice for those who would would like to join (laughs) the ranks of sumo, the sumo ranks? Is there any advice that you would have to the young ones? Here goes. Get fat quick. (laughs) (laughs) And those underwear, very indecent. Go to the BWM boxer shorts. The BWM box. Which is a throwback to another reference that nobody in the fucking world will get. Right. Is that you had your own line of BMW, BMWs or BMDs or some some fucking initial. <laughs> right. Which were your, your sumo shorts that you sold. Exactly. Because you said that the other ones, the balls hanging out the fucking side. <laughs> I think yeah. you said butt cheeks. <laughs> butt cheeks hanging say out. Ball Very sa- indecent. Couldn't say ball sacks. Right. Had butt cheeks. We had to say butt cheeks. We couldn't say ass cracks. Yes, I own a pair of those myself. I, I can't fit in them, but uh, I was just uh, curious. Make a nice, uh, you know, Christmas ornament. <laughs> uh, before we uh, cut out to our next segment, uh, just real quickly, tell me some of your favorite foods to help you. Uh, oh shit! Build Here up we go. That, that six fifty uh, lean flab. Not the hamburgers, not the pizza, whole bunch of junk food, chocolate, Wheaties. <laughs> What what's a Tweety, yeah? <laughs> tweety. Not the birds. Not the birds. And a whole bunch of Twinkies and Ho Ho's and Dung Ho's. <laughs> okay, well, we're uh, not going to go into the, what the fuck is secret a diet of these sumo wrestlers. Yes, we don't want to <laughs> reveal too much. But just in case you didn't hear it, he did say Dung Ho's. Now, I'm not going to ask if that's Japanese or English. I really don't want to know. So, uh, thank you, Wong, for... <laughs> <laughs> I laugh like a fucking girl. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe we'll hear from you later, okay? Very good, very good. Hiya. Oh, you lovely used to move last to something. Yeah! Okay. Wow. Well, right, we're going to have a, a K-Grind archive coming up. Either we need to bring that the, guy back. Uh, the next time. Oh, we'll man. Uh, running out. Yeah, it's getting pretty close. But, uh, Me, I'll fuck you, push your real uh, down. Sticking around with us, and, uh, and hopefully we'll have a, a long shot. I'm in the background here. talking shit. A, uh, sound bite and played it. Yo, daddy, sound the bitch. Anyway. Fuck you, always this us. Next side of the tape, we hope. We hope to bring swine in, um, you know. Once again, dude, we continue to marginalize you. Right, I know. We're like, Wan Chung's done now. You can't talk. And then you're like, I know, I'm in the background. I fuck you, put sisters, pussies. And D- I tell them off with my dongle. And D.E.'s like, oh, that's just a sound bite. Just pay no attention to right. the sound coming from the the thing behind me. <laughs> right. We treated you like a golem, dude. I know. <laughs> golem, golem, golem. Okay. All right. No, uh... Originally, he, uh, he was not going to be able to make it in, uh, but Swine. he's going to be parachuting over the area. Oh, and, shit. Uh, so he might be stomping in. But we're not sure, so uh, stay tuned to find out. Hey, where's that stench? Oh, shit. All right. All right, so what track? Oh, you're, what? We're back? We're back. Oh, dude, you got to tell me when I'll we're cut, back. I'll cut that all out. Oh, uh, that's that cool. Out. No, fuck, leave it. It's part leave of the it, experience. Leave it okay, all right. It's part of the experience. We have one track left here, and the last, we basically on, the when we originally did this, the uh, 
the tape had like two minutes or three minutes left. Right. See, before we had CDs or digital, we had to like look at the tape and go, well, I guess we got enough room left to do. <laughs> right, uh, exactly. Dude, isn't that I, fucked up? And, we would gauge it by what the thickness that was left on the one in side. In fact, I think it actually, this track just cuts off because I think we, we. I think you're right. This is a song D.E. and I wrote, and you would help. I think you helped sing us, help sing with us. I know you were there. I may have. Maybe you're running the soundboard. It's a song about a dead worm. Right. Specifically, Slimy the Worm from Sesame Street. From Sesame Street. Don't ask me why we thought this shit was funny. Because you was fucked up. We made this joke over like three or four years. This was a running joke. Yes, it was. It culminated in the writing of a song called Ode to Slimy. And to fill up the last... <laughs> you fuckers the, need Jesus. You motherfuckers need... <laughs> you motherfuckers need Jesus. Uh, it culminated in the Ode to Slimy. And before we actually uh, put it to... Uh, remember that album, the Man Bites Dog album? Yes, when I did. He recorded it. Yep. This was our live in studio. So you're going to hear live... In studio. One of the stupidest songs ever recorded. Ever. Just I, I don't even want to explain it anymore. Just push play. It's track 11. All right, well, here we go. I hope you enjoy this. Live in studio, Odis Limey. What? And now that Slimey's gone. Sad part is, I sang that song at my wedding. I know. You were there, dude. I was there. Live at the reception. Yep. Nobody could get away because it was like, hey, I'm married. You have to listen to me exactly. sing. Exactly. I got up with my Rickenbacker. <laughs> 
D-E. Uh, Didn't he play your cat? I'm not sure what he did. And then we had our buddy, our buddy, air quotes, Nick on the drums. Oh, and God. It was, I, there's a video of it somewhere. And I, I look yeah. really cool in the picture. But, yeah. dude, it was it's a fucking terrible song. It's, it's basically a ripoff of Imagine. Right, yeah. But about a fucking dead worm because a in our worm. in our childhood singing about a girl would be too normal. So we wrote oh, well, songs we about do that. fucking dead worms. We couldn't sing about girls. That, like I said, it would be too normal. Right. We Your parents well. raise their eyebrow when you when you, they catch you writing a love song. Like I I had written some love songs and I would have to couch them and oh I wrote that song for uh, blah 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 blah. Right. Remember that song? Uh, uh, I'll never fall in love again. Yes. I'll never fall in love again. Oh, it's fucking gay. Yes. He he actually, folks. He didn't really want to tell anybody, but he wrote that song for me. No, I did not. Liar. I wrote it kind of about this girl I was working with. Oh yeah, I kind of made we'll up just some call shit. Her H. No, it was a different one. Really? Yeah, dude. Her name was Danielle. I don't think you ever met Danielle. Mm-mm. It was kind of about Danielle, but I sort of I had to tell people that it was written about something else because it was so sappy and melodramatic. I, you will never hear it on live dudes. No, never, live dudes will never play that shit. Hell no, because we don't so, play shit. Because the shit we just played was shit. So but this shit is worse than shit. It's the shitty, shitty, shit, shit. So it's this shit. heartbreaking adolescent love song, and I had to tell my, you know, my parents are naturally like, what's this song about? Did you get some pussy? No, Dad. Pussy's bad. Were you looking at titties? Titties are bad. That's what I thought. Good job, son. Now I don't have to beat your ass with a holy piece of stick. <laughs> holy piece of stick. So, the point being that slimy was, I think, a metaphor for all the slimy pussy that we wanted. (laughs) (laughs) That we weren't getting. (laughs) Slimy's gone, the sun no longer shines, and all the times we shared are left behind. It's like, or your your slimy palm. You sure you weren't singing about your hand and some lotion and (laughs) your slimy thing? That's the only thing I would have got, but I think the metaphor was pussy. It has to be. I'll keep dreaming thoughts of yesterday, keep dreaming thoughts of you. Right. Though others despise you and laugh in your face, I will always love you. <laughs> what the f- You came up. Wow. We were taught to despise it. And we, pussy, and pu- we thought that shit was it, hot back then, though. You can't even call it pussy. No. You have to call it vagina. Do you remember the first time you heard Ode to Slimy? Yeah. <laughs> what did you think of it, honestly? I mean, back then, I thought it was some hot shit, dude. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Back then, I thought it was some real hot shit. I'm not going to lie. But listening to it now, I was like, what the fuck was wrong with us? I did an album with D, an album. We did it all at home. It, it was, I mean, it, it turned out really good. It turned out, it wasn't too bad. It was decent. And for the first time, we actually gave a real sort of college try at recording Ode to Slimy. Yes. And I, I remember thinking to myself at the time, I was like 25, and I'm, I was questioning his sexuality of course no i was questioning what the fuck we were still doing talking about this song it, it's it I, we had outgrown it we should this is a 12 year old song we were singing it into our 20s right but there's there's a certain angst to it that's that's it's real but i think it's us longing for pussy i think we so couldn't, we couldn't say that you know slimy Right, slimy wet <laughs> vagina hole. it was our it was our uncouth way of saying pussy right or maybe, we were, or maybe we were just thinking he wet dark orifice. Period. 
That was on I the didn't, chair. I, dude, I didn't know what a butthole was. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you think your shit came out of, you sick fuck? <laughs> Did well, it... I knew, I mean, at 25, I knew there was a butthole, but at the time I wrote... Slimy. I didn't really think about where the poop came out. I didn't seriously. Think, I didn't think about. Oh my god! I didn't god. think about holes. Not that's all I do is think about holes. But yeah, back then I didn't think right. about holes. So fucking holes. So we probably sound really fucked up. And there's some people that listen to the show are going to go, "Oh yeah, I remember Road to Slimy." In fact, if you do remember Road to Slimy, go to Facebook or go to LiveDudes.net and write us and leave us a comment. Leave us a comment, please. Because the first time you heard it, what did you think? Why are we singing and? At my wedding, dude, people pulled out lighters. Nobody was supposed uh, dude, to Dude, I pulled people. out a fucking lighter. And I'm thinking, it's just surreal to be singing about a dead worm at your wedding reception right. and have a crowd. Dude, and my relatives that were not in on it were like, what the fuck is right. going what on? What the fuck is this singing about, <laughs> singing, about singing about a dead, about, dead worm. They're singing about pussy, and they can't even say it. Are you confused? That's you, good. That's good. Just try thinking it in a butt. So that is half of K-Grind Volume 7, October 1996. Yeah. Next week, next week's Mother's Day, are we going to try to do a show? Yeah, let's, well, let's try doing it on that Sa- Saturday. Saturday? Yeah. You got to work on Sunday? No. I do, but not till 7, so I'll be all right. I'll be all right. You'll be all right. Well, let's plan on next week doing part two. We've got... Sweet. My sister, Lord Farquaad, makes an appearance. Oh, God. Along with Dee's wife. You know, she wasn't bad back in the day. Who, my sister? Yeah. I mean, she wasn't too bad. I mean, she didn't really you're have not any gonna t- get a. You're not going to get a yay or nay from me. She's I mean, my well, sister, Well, I know. Dude. I mean, she didn't really have any titties, and she had an R. I mean, she had a pretty perky little ass. I'll give you that, but I mean. I don't give me anything about my <laughs> sister's butt. But, you know, she kind of she large now. You've got swine stress relief. Swine was your alter ego for a long oh time. Oh, my God. Dude, that was like my first alter ego, really, was swine. DAB, which was the acronym for Dead Against Burial, which Andre the Giant. <laughs> we had this fucking thing with Andre the Giant, dude. It went yeah. on and on and on. Oh, my God. Well, you know what? We didn't really do it on and on and on. <laughs> D.E. <laughs> did it on and on and on. You're right, dude. Because D.E. He, wore that motherfucker out. Chipmunks. The high speed. Nah, you know what? I liked it. You know, the chipmunk shit was fun, though. It was Because, I mean, it was just us talking like this, and, and we just speed that shit up. But then DE found the slowdown button, and then it was all, it was all over then. You make some comments on Dab. Uh, there's a song. I don't even know. I'm debating on whether or not we should play it. What's love, that? Love is. Do you remember that song? Yeah, let's go ahead and play that one. That Dude, is the, my, my gayest moment, and, and this is even worse than, you know, sunbathing for the, for the roofers. <laughs> there's, a, there's a track called Let's Kill Adam I don't know what that is No They were always trying to kill me So what's new There's a K-Grind archive A rap What? Sound clip show Okay It's a rap Let me explain This is a rap song With sound clips of ourselves Oh yeah that's right Dude I, I remember Those were pretty good though Swine makes an appearance. DE wanted to keep Swine out for a long time. For a long time. And, it, and by the end well, of the think, table, I think like, it scared him because I think it attracted a lot of women. You think your Swine character? Well, let's let's put that up to our listeners next week. Yeah. A Larry Norman track called "If the Bombs Fall," and then an, a a secretly recorded uh, Adam LeSueur. And you actually got pissed off about it. Did I? Yeah, we got you to dance around like a fucking nutcase. Oh shit. 
I always did that shit. So stay tuned uh, to next week's show, dude. Uh, the next week's show is going to top this week's show. I'm just going to say it right now. Oh, hell yeah. Definitely. Dab alone. Dead against burial alone. <laughs> dude, where do we come up with that shit? <laughs> Homeschooling. Wow. Yep, that's it right there. For Live Dudes, I'm Jay Mack. I'm Adam Lee Sewer. Saying if you need a deep cocking, just come a knocking. <laughs>